Welcome Starseeds, my name is Gemma Petherbridge and this is The Soul Student, a podcast for the spiritually inclined and curious. Each week I'll present to you new techniques and teachings, some as old as the mystery schools themselves. We will meet and learn from people who are clearly on their soul path, with the aim of helping you reach your own unique soul purpose. So let's begin. Hello everybody, welcome back. So today's episode is all going to be about creating an after-sales experience. Now, I'm aware that sounds a really business-heavy topic for an industry that's maybe a little bit light-hearted and open-hearted than others, but as predominantly service-based providers that you all are, but also people creating gifts and products that are much more heartfelt than many... This is an area where I think you all can prosper and flourish and secure future sales. So I think this is actually more important for us as an industry than other industries, but I will explain more in a little bit. First, we are doing today's news and then I have the question of the week. So today's news is quite cool. You may have seen the podcast now has moved from Soul Student to higher self business podcast and it's going to sit next to the higher self business school I hope you like the new name I hope you like the new graphics I hope everybody's loving the idea that we're going this way that we are going to start approaching business topics within our spiritual modalities lightworker witchy you name it alternative therapies there are so many different skills within our industry it's hard to create an overarching name for them. So spiritual businesses is where I'm going, but you know who I mean and who I'm talking to. It's basically you guys. Even if you are not getting into business right now, there will be information in certain episodes that I'm sure you're going to love because it's all about working with other people, communicating, showing up in the world as a spiritually advanced or open person. So yeah, and please also tell anyone who's getting into these industries who who already is in the industry about this podcast so that we can grow and I can offer more and more information to you. Long term, I am going from doing this podcast with a business vibe to doing a self-development personal podcast as well. That's my long-term goal. So the more people that know about us, the quicker we can focus down. So Today, if you want to pay it forward, guys, it'd be lovely if you could just tell one person about the podcast and see what they think about it. But yeah, another thing you may want to tell them is with the start of the the new name for the podcast and the launch, or I'm getting there, the launch of Higher Self Business School, some of you may have seen on my Instagram, I was in the British Library the other day. I find it an amazing place. Everybody in there is so quiet. You can sit there all day, focus, focus, focus on getting as much work done as you can. And I was laying out the class plans, the structure of the school, how we do it online, contacting all these people for advice. I was loving it. Love it. I'm going to be doing it so much more. Anyway, so as that grows and develops and gets closer to being a thing, the first offering I'm going to give to everybody for for free 
is to start a monthly circle, coaching circle, so we can support each other. Like I said, it'll be completely free. You, It will be on Zoom, so anyone anywhere in the world can come along. It will be a UK time evening, but that should fit really well with anybody in the US. It will be early for the Aussies out there, but we love you too. If you can come, please do. And so the first one is going to be on Tuesday, the 28th of June. So I'm telling you guys way in advance. But if you want to get involved, please, once I've finished, I'm going to remind you at the end again of this podcast, but you need to subscribe to my newsletter and that's how you'll get the Zoom invites. So you head to the bio for this episode, look for the subscription link, go there, put in your details, Make sure you do the classic confirmation that will go through to your email address, confirming yes, you did want to subscribe to this. And then you will permanently be invited to all events, all free events, and you'll get told about other events that are going on. Now, what I'm aiming to do is to have all our events in a community space. So I'm literally setting that up now. Uh, There's quite a few different bits of software I'm looking at, Mighty Networks, Circle, quite a few but I'm aiming to find the one that means you guys can go there anytime that you want, separate from me, and share with each other advice, ask questions, and get support. And it this software also allows live streaming, so that's where we will do these events. So you've got one place to go. If you're setting up or running a business and you want support in the spiritual business industry, this is where you can go for that. So for now, please subscribe to the newsletter. You'll get the invites for all Zooms until I can get everybody to move over and be in our community group. And that's why you'll hear about the community group as well. Very excited. Any ideas for the community, DM me. I'm always open to suggestions. It is for you guys. So you are doing me a favour if you give your suggestions. Okay, so moving on. Question of the week, really interesting question as well. And this one came from Sarah. Sarah, her question is, how woo-woo can I go with my customers? And I can almost imagine why Zara is asking this question because I think this question in my mind a lot myself. Okay, so you can imagine when someone asks you a particular question, sometimes the answer within our industry is way out there. It could be channeled information, it could be something that we can't refer to science, and or, or slash and, it could just be one of those things that we just know. Many of us just operate on the knowings, the claircognizant. So sometimes telling people we don't know can feel uncomfortable. And I think a lot of that discomfort comes from the idea that if we've lived many past lives, in some of those lives potentially we were persecuted for saying these things. And I know there was a certain point, I'm sure I've said before, when I started to stand on stage and teach, I used to dream about people rushing towards me, attacking me. And I'm pretty sure that was from past life memories of me saying this stuff out loud and it not going well. So that lasted for about three months and then it just stopped and I just feel now it's healed. It's almost like something lifted on my throat chakra. So I would say to you, it's as important that you're able to speak your truth if you want to, that's optional, what you say is optional, as it is people hearing it. So there's two things going on here. 
There is navigating to check that person's ready for that information. And what I found is kind of being a bit jokey about it and being, well, the answer's a little bit woo-woo and kind of being like that with them. So it's fun. And they generally smile and it keeps them on board. And some people don't like the word woo-woo. I haven't found a better word yet that keeps people engaged and they go with me rather than that kind of, you know, you can feel someone's energy step back as you're about to say something that's a little bit left field. And I think because I acknowledge it's woo-woo, they come with me. So I'm still on their level. Even when I had to do that TV appearance at the beginning of the year, I I didn't acknowledge that the information was woo-woo. I said that it's, I said something along the lines of it's out there for this is, you know, it's very niche information it's not the norm. And I could see the presenters and everyone in there actually follow with me. I can't remember exactly what I said. So forgive me for not quoting myself. Maybe you're meant to be able to remember what you said and I should be able to. But whatever I said, it kept them with me. And I got feedback afterwards from other people who had been on the show that they felt that I'd managed to keep everybody along for the ride much more than others had. So I think there's something healthy in acknowledging that we are stepping out the norm when we talk. Doesn't mean, though, that we're not fully on board and people come with. And at the end of the day, I would also see yourself as you could be the first person who's helped them step onto that path. And if they want to go further, that's up to them. It could be that's all the information they're going to have for this life and they will have more in future lives. They will pick up on that lesson you've given them but they have a little insight. Now, how we will you go is up to you. If I was, for example, if the answer was a past life or talking about star seeds or even wanting to talk about Lemurian, and my intuition is just like, don't talk about Lemurian to this person, I may say ancient unknown civilizations or something like that. And if they want me to be more Pacific, then I can be, well, this is, this is a super way out. Um, ancient civilization but it's channeled information that many people from different societies and places in the world have gained and published information on without knowing each other so you could say that to kind of bring in this it's channeled but it's funny how different people from different places are sharing the same information anyway so that's part of it is making sure how you approach the topic the person can come with you and also over time this is my own own belief, is that we are learning to have the voice that suits us and the free will to be able to communicate what's right, right and correct in our knowings. Someone else's knowings are different, that's absolutely fine, but this is about you being your soul self. So potentially there's nothing wrong with you learning to express your knowings and your beliefs. And the more times you say it, you'll go through... Many people, I'm sure, will resonate with the idea of it's not going to be that easy. You may find the first conversations are a little bit awkward, but you will get there on the other side. And it's as good for you to learn to say these things as it's useful for the person to receive that information. So don't shy away if you can help it. Sometimes you may want to, and that will be okay too, because that could be your intuition saying, this is not that, it's not the right situation. To be safe, to be safe in my own skin, to be 
emotionally safe and just comfortable for the rest of the day I don't need to say that to this person and then other people you'll just be like waffling along quite happy chat 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 and actually you'll be interested that most of the time people ask questions they're just like tell me more tell me more tell me more when I talk about Atlantis and Lemurian people's people just stare and you can see something happening inside it's almost like a switch is turned on and they're like, could we just talk about this for the rest of the day, please? Something's happening. And it's just see that sometimes if you're giving information that feels a bit too much for you, like you're stepping into the, am I okay to say this? You could be giving the other person a gift. Okay. So Sarah, I hope that answers the question. It's a long answer, but it's a two part. Give the answer, navigate the person, but also navigate yourself. So you are wa- working towards being able to speak your truth. Okay, so today's topic, creating an after-sales experience. You will remember in the last episode, I explained now that I am bringing on what we're calling my inner circle. Not sure still if that's the right name for it because I'm not an inclusive person. I'm very open. Um, One of the girls, though, called it that and I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Until we can find something else, at least that is an easy way of describing who I'm talking to. These are the practitioners that I know, I love, I work with, um, I chat to, and they are up for sharing their experiences in the industry. So today we have three. We have Luz and Rachel Morley, that you heard of last week, and Victoria is also joining us. And the question, like I said, we are talking about creating an after-sales experience, and to be fair, they said things that I wasn't expecting. So everyone sees this as a different topic, which was quite cool. In my mind, after sales is, or it kind of is the result, the result, if you've done it well, is someone thinking about you at a separate space and time to when you had the session. So a few weeks later, you're like, oh, I remember that session. And they just think of you in a nice way. And that's why I think this topic is so important to our industry because healers, light workers, those creating products that are much more, oh, I don't know. There's so many different words for it, isn't it? Ethical, um, sustainable, there's care that's gone into it, creativity. They're probably handmade products sometimes. There is so much more going on that's heart opened that you can spread that love enough that they probably can much easier think of you in a few weeks time and talk about you to other people, follow you on Instagram, feel that they could potentially communicate to you on Instagram or whatever social media you use at a completely separate space and time to when you had your session. If you think about it, I can't imagine myself sending a little comment to my doctor. No offence to doctors, but I don't feel that, that there is that they say have a boundary, it's their job, everybody should have their boundaries, but there isn't that kind of kinship. Um, Yes, we put them on a pedestal, they're doing an amazing job, and they need the time and space to do that, but with healers and people in the spiritual industry, there is that kind of, you could take a moment to reply to your customers, of course, in other industries you just wouldn't. So, These answers are interesting because that was where I was going. How do you make people remember you uh, with a smile in a few weeks time? 
Now, Victoria, who today is a Reiki practitioner and she's an amazing cacao ceremony host. More about that to come in the future. She is also amazing at marketing. Now, this girl is the person that I go to when I'm like, I have 20,000 ideas, what's the good one? And she sees my good one and then 10x is it. So she's amazing. And when I asked her about this topic, she saw it to be the sales process, the actual, you've just paid for something and you've got the receipt. So if that could be online or in person, but the information's come through, she sees that as the after sales experience, which in hindsight, of course, that's part of it. It makes sense now when she said that. And her points were key and they are things that I have experienced. So I completely agree with what she's saying, which is if you're online and you're purchasing a coaching session, a course, a product, once you have purchased, you want an email from that company that is heart opened and is a sincere thank you for the purchase. If it's a product where they are maybe signing up to an event or they're about to start a training with you, then it makes sense to explain to them in this email what's next, what's going to happen now, what do you need to do. So, And you need to make that super clear. This is where the calls to action come in, where, thank you, so lovely you're with us, so excited. Please go to the Facebook group to get involved ASAP, you know, you can start today, tell us who you are, tell us a bit about you and I am there ready to send a reply and welcome you properly. And then also please register here to join the course content. So you want easy, clear calls to action that's also moving them on from where they currently are, but you also want that email to come across like they are already in your bubble. So your personality shows. So I've seen a few people, they'll, um, the call to action, maybe you'll get a receipt come through separately that you've paid and then bosh, the email comes through and it will be a, a video of you saying, welcome, hello, I'm here in your inbox right now because it's amazing you signed up. Now, one way I did this in the past as a little example, and I'm going to start doing these again, is I like to do online virtual retreats. I'm going to start them again. This time, though, they will be for people in the industry. So it's a retreat for for people who run retreats, almost. Coaches, therapists, those coming into the industry who just want to observe. It's a moment for you all to take a day out and it'll be a full day, but of course you can attend as much or as little as you want because it's online, to do the healings. So one of the main lessons in this industry is if you are a healer, you also need to make sure you are healing yourself. And I'm going to start that again quite soon. It'll be a quarterly event. So every quarter as the seasons change, we'll start by releasing the previous quarter and moving into the next one. And when we set that up, the email that people would get was, right, the retreat's on this date, I recommend, you know, there's a few few things, like in advance, get some lovely food in, get a new journal in, pamper yourself, like maybe the previous night, have a bath, and it was all in this little message of how can you make this the most beautiful event possible, 
Then there was a download of the worksheet was ready to go so they could do that in advance. And it was just trying to set a scene and even the newsletter itself looked like a spa space. So it's like entering the spa. So you could do something like that dependent on the event that you're putting on. Now, another point that Victoria suggested that I know I have felt, and I'm sure a lot of you have experienced this before, and it happens a lot like when you are signing up to an event that's coming up soon. So you would have heard about the event, you're ready to commit and sign up. And actually, once you've signed up, you may get the, yay, you know, you're involved, lovely to have you, head to our Facebook group, email. Then the following day, you get the, hey, would you like to come to my event email? And it's like, oh, that feels a bit, they haven't acknowledged I've signed up and I don't feel as valued. Like, although you're still, like, there's nothing wrong that you're just sending out your emails and, of course, the people on your list are going to get that email again. It kind of null and voids the welcome, in a way, because it's like, you haven't been acknowledged that you have signed up. So, now, again, Victoria is in industry with particular big businesses who, yes, they have a different budget, but they are, they have seen how important this is to the customer experience. And I was talking to her about, okay, how can small businesses do this with ease? And the idea was you've got your newsletter list, you're sending out the sales email to everybody. So that's an important main list. So you would clone your list, okay? Call it something different. It could literally be the name of the event. So you've got a clone list, particularly for that event. And you send that out daily to your cloned list And then when someone signs up, you literally have to manually go in and delete the person off that list. Now, it's going to take you moments, isn't it? It's not going to be a big deal. If you are big enough that there's lots of people signing up, big amounts, and if you've probably also got a VA who you could just ask them to do this. But there is some software, but it's actually probably quicker and more sensible for you to just go in and take them off. So that's how you do it. You literally clone for an event and then you could delete that mailing list once the event's done and then go back to the main list or ideally to be fair you could start when you clone the list and people sign up you could start making a list of people who have then signed up with you know delete off one add it to another one and another idea she had which I loved was that on the day of the event send a warm-up email of right guys, you know, we're starting at this time, make sure you've got this, can't wait to meet you all. And I don't know, you could even have in there like, um, it's day one of the event, I'm going to ask everybody to say in the chat one fact about them. So maybe start thinking about that now or something like that. Or I'm going to ask everybody to bring their favourite crystal or their favourite whatever, um, have it ready. If you don't have one, don't worry. But if you do, this is what's, you know, this is what's happening. So that's an option too. And at least if nothing else, on the day of the event, several hours before, if you don't want to create admin of people asking, so maybe the event's at six in in the evening, maybe by three o'clock in the afternoon, if not a bit earlier, you sent out a reminder message of when you're going live and you send out the links again so people can join you. Now I've had software in the past that doesn't do this, And what I've had to do is keep my phone by me even when I start the event because there'll be people going, I can't log in. How do I log in? And it's because it was sent to them so long ago they've lost the email. So 
that's something I'm very aware of because it looked clunky when I started my event. So that's more valuable, I think, than people even realise, especially when you're new and the idea of presenting and teaching that in itself is scary. You do not want to have to watch that everybody's in the event at the same time. It's too much. Now, Luz, who we spoke about last time, she is our Akashic Records practitioner and teacher. Uh, details will be in the bio. And her take, again, is different to Vicky and mine, which is brilliant. This is why I like the fact we've got different people speaking here, even through, through myself. So she sees the after sales experience as being a chance for her to get feedback so that she can grow and improve and also understand how people are receiving her experiences. So Luz, from her own experience, suggests that this is an probably best done as an automated system because you don't want it, you don't want to forget, especially if you promise someone you're going to um, check in. You don't want to then forget because there's, there's that kind of glitch and you will be amazed how many people, like you, they could have the most amazing session and if you don't promise to do your after sales bit, if you are going to promise it to someone, it can taint that. So please do after sales, but please make sure you are following up with it. So after sales is going to grow your business more than forgetting to do it once. So it's worth doing, but you know, try not to forget. And if you do forget, there's nothing wrong with being a human and saying, hey, I know I said I was going to do this in two days. Apologies, I am here now. And if you're really worried, here's a little discount code for the delay because I never I never do delays and I'm annoyed with myself that I did. So here's a 10% off next time or something like that. Anyways, so yeah, Luz says the best thing to do though for gaining feedback is at the end of a session to tell that person you'll be in contact with a few days. You'll send them, I don't know, maybe you're going to do a little WhatsApp. I often do little Instagram follow-ups with people, little voice notes or the classic is obviously an email, which is the easier one to automate. And it's going to, and Lou's suggestion is to tell them it will include a feedback form and she would love their feedback, but she does say that it's received better when you give them the heads up that it's coming, which I think makes a, a lot of sense. And it sounds like she's very good at cultivating a experience with her clients where she's able to see where they're going next and therefore when to contact them, even as a, like a little private message, that's not going to feel impinging on their time. So I've attended Lou's teachings. And like I said, she's an Akashic Record teacher and I did her level one. I'm hoping to do other levels because she is super cool. And at the end of it, she did say, so guys, what do you need next? What's your next needs? And she laid them out. And in the chat on her event, we said, oh, yeah, no, definitely level two. One day we'd love to do clients. So she understood where we were going. That's brilliant for her, obviously, because she knows what to offer next. It's going to be financially sensible. But she also knows from that group who to contact for what need. So I think that's a really interesting point because one of my points that I'm about to start now is how important word of mouth is and follow up with people. Yeah, so my take on this idea of creating an experience for people, an after sales experience. Now, like I was saying, for me, it feels like the feelings that they leave a session with and hopefully also 
the feeling that they think of in the future. Like maybe they are getting to the point where they feel like they'd like another session again and they remember how lovely the previous one is and that motivates them to book. And I would say try and make your whole session, if this is, if you're a service-based business more than a a product-based business, but I'm going to talk about those in a minute, you want to as soon as they enter, they are entering something that feels very personal and like you've took the time to set up the space for them. So they may enter and you hand them a deck of cards and it's like, right, pick a card. As you are getting ready, take a seat and, you know, you give them the card so they can pick one. And maybe at the same time, you're asking them, is there any particular essential oils you like? Um, How are you feeling today? I'll put a an essential oil on that matches that feeling or like if you need a bit of a boost we can put one of those on and it's nice for you it's going to create a gorgeous healing environment but also you're really kind of straight away creating a space where they're going to feel very safe very secure maybe also you've got some lovely crystals laid out and you could say to them please uh, pick a crystal and bring it into your space if that works for the industry and the modality that you work with. Another thing I do that I feel I seem to do more than others, and it seems to work for me, be interesting to know what, you know, if it's the same for other people, which is I lead people, I'm very much just very descriptive about what I'm doing in my sessions. So, and I think this is because I'm qualified in so many modalities, one of them being hypnosis and meditation, that I'm aware that our minds can be like, what's she doing? What's she doing? What's happening next? And they can be so busy and intent in trying to understand the situation that you come out of the healing state. So I find if I create a space where the person knows what's coming because I'm literally describing what I'm doing and why, if the why means that they're signing up to it emotionally, they're like, oh, okay, this is going to do this. This is exactly what I need. And it stops the brain going, "Eh, what's happening? Or just going, no, 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 in anxiety mode, raising your vibration up to the point where the healing won't be as powerful. And they're learning. I feel it's so important to empower people to understand how the healing processes work. And then they fall in love with a session. They fall in love with the healings. And at the end of the day, we are all there to aid them in creating their own healing moments. So I don't think it's right to hold back on the information about what's happening. Because as much as we can get them to sign up for their healings, then it's it's good all around. And it's empowering for them. They may, I'm sure they're going to keep coming back to you. It's not like everybody's suddenly going to want to sign up to do that particular course to have that modality experience as well. But they understand what you're doing, so they're going to go along with you much easier and probably enjoy the whole process a little bit more. The other important aspect with that is if you are talking, explaining, reassuring, asking them how they are, they're probably going to be much more happy to tell you when they're not liking something or if they've got a question or sometimes I'll just find someone's going to say to me like give a random example oh my body's just got very cold or I've just got very hot or I'm suddenly becoming very aware of a certain area of my body or these memories are coming up and they're going to feel willing to say that and not restrictive and too shy because we are having a little dialogue and, and then I can say to them okay that's good 
because obviously all of that information means we know what to do next with our modality, how we can support the shifts that are happening. Now, the other thing I strongly recommend is that you give them something to take away with them with the idea, this is business guys, with the idea that when they see that thing, they're going to think of you. And for them, it's a gorgeous gift that they will keep, hopefully. But also, it's a connection to you and what you've offered them. So again, it's like a... Imagine... So my example would be at the beginning of the session, you ask them to pick a crystal. Those crystals could all be a certain value so that you can cost it into the therapy session with ease. And at the end of the session, you say to them, you can take that crystal home. It's a little gift from me to remember the session and to carry on your healing. And so every time they look at that crystal, you know, it's going to bring a little bit of a smile, but they'll remember you. And how much nicer is that than receiving someone's business card? Even the Oracle card at the beginning, you could let them keep it. You could even, I had business cards made in the past that had Oracle cards on one side and my business details on the other. Like I think it's nicer to just give it oracle card from a pack um, this time around but you could also do something like that now another thing I do I I don't do as many therapy sessions in person than I than I used to do but what I did well and it was received really well was and it was all priced in to the session amount so it wasn't like I was out of pocket with this it was sensible to do and I buy everything in bulk and don't forget if your businesses you can buy stuff wholesale do not go buy it in the shops go and make sure you're buying at wholesale prices, um, not retail prices. If you guys don't know how to do that, that's a good episode. Send me a DM and I'll explain how you go about um, preparing and setting up that kind of thing. But anyway, yeah, so I would give people a grounding gift set. And I would explain if we'd done some healing work with crystals or something like that, or Reiki, that we have played with our energies a lot, that our physical body can feel a little bit dehydrated after working the energy body. And also, if you're feeling quite in the head because your energies are still taking a while to come back down, you know, be kind to yourself, leave the room quietly, slowly. You may want to sleep when you get home. But also, here's a lovely gift pack of things that will help ground you and that will look after you as you leave. So it'd be in a branded top bag, And inside the bag would literally be a bottle of water, easy as that, an energy ball, that's what I like to use. You could also get mini tiny uh, dark chocolates because dark chocolate's really good at grounding and of course it's better for the person than other chocolates. And I would explain that eating is very grounding, so there's a little gift in there for you. I often use energy balls because it navigated um, any allergies a bit easier And then sometimes I'd have something else in there, maybe even the crystal that that person had picked. I would take it from them and I'd put it in the bag to show that they're taking everything home and there's a top bag with my details on the top bag, like my logo. And that's my um, have a lovely day, sort of wishing you well, you know where I am if you need me. Oh yeah, and sometimes in there, depending on the modality would be, uh, if you've got any questions, this is how to get back to me. Now, if you are signing up to a bigger course, and I mean courses that are probably way over a thousand pounds, maybe two thousand plus. So in the US, that's going to be two thousand five hundred dollars plus. It's not a bad idea, and if you're if you're um, going up to the four thousand mark, then this is definitely something I recommend doing. 
which is to send your clients a welcome pack or a welcome hamper of things to create a lovely space for them, if it's healing work, if it's coaching work. It it creates a connection between you and that client before you're getting to know them really well, where they're just gonna love you even more and gonna love the experience. And if they're spending that amount of money, they do deserve a bit of a, hey, heads up, can't wait to work with you, here's a gift. Now, I do as every coach should have. I am a member of a coaching group myself. I get coached. I get supported. I have therapies myself. And it's not a cheap coaching course that I'm on. And when I first joined, I had this kit come through. This is where this idea has come from. And it was very generic stuff. Sensible. Again, I bet she bought from the wholesaler. She made me a little hamper. But what she had done that added an extra very clever touch was she sent me a personalised notebook within that with my name on. So you could do that. It could be that there's one thing that's personalised. If you want to do that, contact the company. If you're planning to purchase lots from them over time, maybe they'll give you a discount, certainly a wholesale price. And um, yeah, I was very impressed. Now, the particular lady I work with, she's based in Australia. So we're on the other side of the world from each other. And twice a year, she does online retreats where she brings all her coaches together and or coaching clients, it's a coaches, that'd be the right word for that. And we do a retreat two days. So obviously the times are hard for me to attend everything, but I do attend quite a bit. And what she does, no matter where you are in the world, she gets you gets to you a little retreat pack as well. So I had the main pack at the beginning and now I get my little retreat packs twice a year. It's not a lot and the last one, again, top bag. They're always a good option, very useful. Get a good quality one though, guys, if you're going to do that. And it had a few things inside. And I remember today the Tim Tams that were in there. So I went to Australia backpacking in my early or mid-20s and um, love Tim Tams. Obviously, you can't get them anywhere else. So the fact she sent those, that she's Australian and she sent them all the way around the world to all of us that's what I remember from that pack. So maybe something that's from your area could be something quite cool, or at least from your industry. Okay, moving on now, Rachel Morley, who you heard of last week. Now, Rachel does lots of different modalities. She's sound bath, Reiki. She works for a lot of uh, companies in London running different events. And again, link in bio. Now, Rachel said something quite interesting. She's similar to me. She sees the after sale as like immediately after you have seen someone. And I have had a treatment with Rachel in the past. So I've witnessed this and it is gorgeous, really lovely idea. She sends people an after sales or after session PDF of things that they can do. Again, it's almost that grounding kit. She does it in PDF format, ways to look after themselves. And within the PDF she sent me, she also had a breakdown of what she had found in the session so that I could refer back to it. So some of you may want to be sending people, if you're online, a recording of the session and maybe that email also has some lovely pointers. But I did love, Rachel's was very branded. It was a PDF that I could keep and it was very personal to me and my needs. So maybe for some of you that could be quite a cool add-on idea. And Rachel also spoke about product-based businesses and how they could do it. And I completely agree. This is how we run Conscience Crystals, which is when you send out orders, do try to put something in with the order that 
Thanks them, acknowledges you're a small business and every customer is super important. With the thanks, you are always welcome to either send them a discount code for the next sale or their next purchase, or you could do something like, you know, please um, in you know post up to Instagram, like send uh, share the love, things like that. But yeah, definitely if you're a product-based business, there is ways to surprise and um, delight your customer when they receive the products. Sometimes with our crystal cells, we send out chocolates with the orders. And it's funny, they'll get a lovely, gorgeous box of crystals. We wrap them all really well. So it's a big experience just unwrapping, um, unwrapping, that's not a word and wrapping their order, but they often comment about the chocolate more. So it adds, you know, it creates a lovely experience. They'll sit there, they'll eat the chocolate and they will unwrap their, their lovely crystals. So do it guys, it, it opens, it warms people to you. So why am I talking about this? Why is this so important? So as we come to the end of this episode, I just wanted to highlight how important this is. Okay, and the main reason is word of mouth is one of the most important, successful marketing techniques you can use. So you want people to talk about you, tell your their, tell their friends, tell their social media. And there's a few ways I would suggest that you can do this naturally without people really understanding or realizing what's happening. Have you seen how many venues are there out there now who have created a very Instagram friendly environment. So if you have a shop or your event space where people are gonna come in and they probably naturally wanna have their phone out, logging their experience. There are some gorgeous cafes now where the entrance is just stunning and people want to take their photo outside as they go in. Or inside there's a certain area that's just so Instagrammable that people will wait to go to that area to have their photo taken. Even if it's seasonal and at Christmas there's an amazing display. Halloween for us, you could make that into a big thing. But try and make a moment where you can create an Instagram thing so that people can then, like they'll say I was here and I don't know about you, I have suffered FOMO where I've seen my friends somewhere, I'm like, where are they? I so wanna go there. So that's a nice, easy thing to do. When I run an event, I'll always create maybe a gorgeous crystal grid in the center. So they'll screenshot that, naturally goes on Instagram. And it just creates that kind of, it spreads out the tentacles of people that get to know you in a really lovely way where you're also enjoying the process and not having to ask people to talk about you, which I know can feel awkward. So the second suggestion that I have is to do a tell a friend. I know I've just said it can be awkward, but we can find a way of doing this where it's not awkward. Maybe by just sending out in your content a physical leaflet of its products or an email that they just forward on to their friends where your friend will get a discount. So the, sorry, the information will say, Uh, 10% off now for all of your friends. If they purchase, you also get 10%, something like that. So the motivation you do sometimes have to motivate people is if they do this, they will also benefit. Okay, sometimes I'll do for the crystals, like, you know, invite a new friend, they'll get 10% and you'll get crystal credits because we've got a loyalty scheme within our business. 
So that's an option. Get Finding ways to get people to speak about you and to tell other people. And because you're a customer, their friends much more likely to trust that their experience went well. So they're up for um, doing the same thing with you. Another one that I found I worked more than I expected was to bring a friend tickets. So you'd have the price for one person and then you would maybe have 10, 20% off for two people and it's a bring a friend ticket. Yes, it'd be more lovely if everybody brought one ticket and you're, they'll be more expensive. So maybe a, uh, a 20 pound event is what, 17, 50, 18 pounds in a combined ticket, a bring a friend ticket, but at least you're filling a seat. So you may be missing a little bit, but you are getting more people there. Also, they're probably very likely to want to bring someone with them and it motivates them to secure that chance so you get more people. So that work has worked so well for me in the past, much more than I was expecting it to. Sometimes people would do it so it's one price and it's bring a friend for free but obviously they've allotted that into the price so it will the receiver of this information will feel that's an amazing discount but I'm sure they've checked that they can do that without upsetting their margins for that particular event and the other really important fact with this the creating the after sales experience is it is so much easier to sell to previous customers than it is to find new customers. And I was looking into this to try and get some stats and in the process found an amazing website called Marketing Pros. Recommend going to their site. Their information is amazing. I will add it in the bio. So thank you, Marketing Pros. They say it's five times more expensive to find new customers than it is to sell to current customers. So this is how important this is. So that's when you would have seen people, you, they've just purchased something and then once their item comes through the post or even immediately afterwards, they'll get a discount code for the next sale. So that's something you could do because they've willingly purchased, they are willing to spend money with you and a discount code may just mean that they make that step for that to happen. Now there's a spa company here in the UK called Chamneys who are cool, I love their spas and they have a thing where while you are there enjoying their spa you can book your next spa treatment at a discount so that's super clever to for one I guess they are double checking that people are happy and willing to spend like they want to come back and confirming and guaranteeing a date when they'll come back while they're literally there so guys, the main message is to make people smile, to make them happy so they think of you with a smile and there is very good business reasons why that is so important. Now, for some of you, the final point I'm going to suggest is the idea of cultivating a community that your clients can join could be the perfect way of working with and managing all of those clients at the same time and they can interact with each other, which will reduce your workload because others may answer their questions for you. But also is keeping people up to date with what you're doing, who you are, and it gives you the ability to communicate to everybody at the same time. So that could be a way that your after sales, especially if they're joining events, clubs, 
courses, if you've got a community space for everybody to go to and they get to stay there hopefully permanently, that could be brilliant for you. With that in mind, of course, I'm setting up my community now and I would love you all to be involved and invited to come along with the ride, come along for the ride with me. So please do. As I say goodbye to you, head to the bio for this episode, the course bio, click to subscribe to the newsletter and hopefully you'll be able to come to next month's June's coaching session, the first one, coaching for coaches, but you don't have to be a coach, anyone in the holistic industry or wanting to join is very welcome. And as soon as the doors open for our actual community, which will be free, be free for you to enter and then there'll be paid doors going to the workshops I will ask everybody to join there and then we can do more lives maybe even full moon events all sorts in that little community and you can all get to know each other but yep as I say goodbye head over to subscribe and I'll see you all next week bye guys bye